Welcome to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com. Joined today by Bill Hamry, the CEO of the Bigger Tourism Authority. Thanks for spending some time, Mr. Hamry. Jeremy, good to be with you. Thanks. When, um, not quite when you first arrived, but not far off, you were quoted as saying that uh, when we first started, there were a lot of things we needed to rebuild. And you also wrote uh, later on that you underestimated, you thought the challenges that faced you when you first arrived on the island. What, uh, what were the things that you had to re- rebuild? What did you rebuild? I, I would suggest just about everything. Um, we really threw the baby out with the bathwater when it came to, to tourism in Bermuda. We just weren't doing the things that needed to be done. And I'm, so some of the and I'm sure that will uh, gourd someone's ox, but uh, it's a simple reality that uh, from a web, from website to social media to advertising to PR uh, to how we branded ourselves, how we speak to ourselves, what demographics we were chasing, I mean, the entire spectrum of how we marketed, I thought I felt was off the mark. And so we basically changed everything. And it was not an easy task. I was going to say, how did you manage to change that? Because it must have taken quite a while if it was so root well, and branch. I mean, first of all, we had to build a new organization. I don't think people realize that we started literally from scratch. There was uh, no employees at the BTA when uh, when we started. And today we have 39 employees. Mm. And really the first year of the BTA was building uh, an organization, recruiting great people, and from HR to IT to governance to how we manage the board, how we how we do our accounting and uh, all our systems, uh, our, our customer relationship systems, uh, all had to be rebuilt, all had to be redone and really started as a new company. So that was the first year of the BTA. Was it just a question that they were aiming at the wrong market or just not aiming at markets at all? Or? Uh, I think it was a combination of, of things. And again, um, we, we just were you know, not doing things the way they needed to be done uh, in a very competitive global marketplace. And I think Bermuda had lost its direction, and I'm not saying anything people don't realize, had lost its direction and lost its focus around tourism lost emphasis on tourism so again we we literally started from scratch when uh, we began to build the bta was that neglect or was that just misguided i I think um the fact that we bermuda had been so successful in the international business arena that we took our eye off the off the target and uh, we we were allowed because of the economic um success that bermuda had has had um, up until 2008 or 2009, um, the country allowed uh, tourism to become subordinated to international business. And, and now, um, as, we, as we rebuild it, people all, many, many people realize that tourism is part of the economic solution. It's not the total solution, but it is part of the economic solution for Bermuda, and that's why there's so much emphasis on this. So what particular challenges were you struck by in the first instance? I think, first of all, the fact that um, we just weren't speaking about Bermuda uh, accurately. We were saying that we were in the Caribbean. We're not in the Caribbean. We were suggesting that um, we, you know, we we were suggesting that our products weren't um, indigenous to Bermuda. I mean, we were investing in bringing boxing tournaments here and rock stars and 
That's not the Bermuda product. The Bermuda product is the Bermuda people and the Bermuda surroundings. And our, we, there was very little mention and, and, and thought around our nautical and marine environment and the fact that we should be celebrating that critical component of our, of our, of our culture and, and our heritage. Uh, we had a national tourism plan that I think was very well done uh, that was now directing uh, a new approach and uh, the BTA was lucky to take on that document and, and use that document, which by the way was universally supported yes, both on both sides mm. uh, of the aisle. Mm. And are you still using that? We absolutely are still using it. I mean, it's right. still the, the, the most important and uh, components of the national tourism plan are still driving of this organization forward and are still considered in everything that, that we do. We don't hear very much about the three hubs anymore. We hear sometimes about St. George's, they talk about it. Well, now it's five hubs. Five hubs and, so. uh, and, and yes, that's still part of the work that's being done. But the, but the real work that has been done here is, first of all, uh, from, a, from, from a transparency and from an, from an audit and accounting perspective, um, the, the standards here uh, go beyond whatever was imagined before. And, uh, you know, whether it's you're, you're checking on our website to see what our, our audit was. I, you know, I use the example of the audit. I mean, we, we had a flawless audit. We, every single penny was identified in our latest off, audit. Every single penny. There was, it was an unqualified audit. There was no, uh, no concern uh, from the auditor's perspective, the auditor general, about uh, the governance and, and, and the financial stewardship of, of the BTA. Um, that's a change unto itself. Mm. And, uh, but the biggest change w is around the marketing and how we brand ourselves, how we speak about ourselves to the global audiences. Um, we spent, we've spent a lot of time and effort uh, to uh, really dig in and do the research necessary to find out what consumers want, what consumers are saying about Bermuda. And, um, and in all honesty, we don't believe that research had been done in the past. Right. You, were, you touched on marketing, are you changing marketing techniques? You've also said that you need more money. You've been quite consistent, you need more money uh, to be more competitive in terms of marketing. Um, was the increase in the last budget enough? Uh, that, that's a great question and one that um, I'm still trying to figure out because right. um, it is what it is. And I mean, and, and, I, and I believe that um, Government is making an effort to fund us in, a, at an, in an equitable, equitable way, but in the same respect, um, our resources relative to the past are, are not where they were. The, 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 um, the tourism budget's gone way down since 2000, hasn't it? It's almost half of what it was in 2007, and um, that, that is a reality of where the country is financially, and so we just have to do the best we possibly can with the resources we're being provided. Because you've got an extra million, I think, from the government. we got an extra million dollars. Which, I think two and a half million is coming from the hotels. It uh, won't be quite that much. It'll be about 1.8 million, so we're adding uh, about $2.8 million to our, to our annual budget. It's very helpful and very much appreciated. But you're right, it's still not enough um, right. in this global like? market. And I know people have concerns about our budgets and how we spend our money. But in this global environment that we're competing against, um, you, you need the financial resources that, that, um, 
that I believe at this point just aren't being provided to us at the amount that it should be provided to. I suppose it's a statement of the obvious. You must think that's severely hampering your effectiveness. Uh, it's it, Part of the challenge is, Jeremy, that the monies that we are expending uh, and, the, and, the, and the, the charter of the BTA go beyond just marketing. We're investing in product and experience. Mm. Our, our consumers have repeatedly told us that Bermuda's product needs to improve. So we've actually expended, it'll be $3 million yeah, with the grants. Uh, with the grants. Um, we've spent over $3 million on grants to improve the product, to nurture and, and pump the prime the pump for entrepreneurs and, and other Bermudians to um, improve our product offering. We're 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 uh, in we're busy from a from a from a marketing and from a management perspective, uh, trying to uh, induce investors to come, um, whether it's Desarrollos or Morgan's Point or others who are considering Bermuda, Ariel Sands, Pink Beach. We we have played a role in those developments. We'll continue to play a role in future developments to to attract financial resources. That's all wonderful, but all those. All of the all of that effort is really taking away from resources that we could be using for marketing and advertising. But we believe they're fundamental to fix the product. Well, like I say, you have to have a product before people come here. In, if you had an ideal world, wave a magic wand. How much would you like? Yeah, that's a. <laughs> A question what that would, uh, what would enable you to compete? We, we believe that, that you, we, you we believe that we we should have this country should have this is not about the BTA or Bill Hanbury. This the country should have thirty to thirty five million dollars a year to invest in promoting the Bermuda tourism product to the world, and um, we just at this we're not at that level and. Um, we, we wish that we were, but we've got to live with what we've got, and you know there is a lot of austerity going on in the in the country. Uh, my concern around austerity, and as it relates to the BTA, is that this is the one place where you can invest money and make money. Mm. Show me somewhere else in government you can do that, and um, I don't I don't see it anywhere else. This is a place where you can legitimately invest money in marketing and advertising and it will return results to the country in a very substantive way. I mean, we've seen figures where for every dollar that we spend, we get $12 back in economic impact. I mean, that's an, if you were in the stock market and you knew you could get $12 back on every dollar you invested, you'd do it automatically. Absolutely. Talk, talking about the funding, there was a survey uh, last year which showed that almost half the people questioned 49%. We're against government spending on the BTA. Yeah, it must have been quite surprising. Uh, no, not at all. Well, I mean, after the um, uh, the amount of criticism we've received from uh, opponents of the BTA, uh, I'm surprised it was that high. Um, because I, you know, of course, you know, I've been roundly criticized by everybody and any anybody that you know, felt that um, they shouldn't have an American doing this job. And I, I say to you this, it's, very, it's a very simple situation. If they had somebody here that could do it, they would have hired them. Um, and what, what's happened is, I again, the country taking their eye off the ball of tourism have not nurtured 
great talent. They have not trained. They have not given them experiences. So now you have a, you have a generation of Bermudians who don't have the kind of executive talent you need in order to uh, manage a, a, a global destination marketing organization. That is changed. We now have a group of dynamic, professional Bermudians who are in the BTA, who are getting the experiences, who are getting the, the amount of um, training and mentoring that is needed in order to run this organization. And so the, the days of us not having competent Bermudians to manage this organization are, are over because we've invested. We're investing significantly, invested in, in all candor. Um, that just wasn't happening before. Mm. So the, the, those opponents you talked about, was that just mischief making or was that uh, misinformation or that they didn't understand? That's a great question. I mean, I think in many respects, um, the, the opponents to the BTA were, were folks who didn't like the fact that it was coming out of government, um, didn't like the fact that an American was going to run it, and, um, and, and had given up on tourism. Had said, we can't, there's no way we can ever, we can ever um, improve our tourism product. I mean, I, I repeatedly have seen that uh, from, from individuals that said, well, our, pro- our product is no good and you know, we, this, the winter's bad and our food is bad and this is bad and people are very, very discouraged and this is what happens when you've been in decline for as long as we have been from a tourism perspective. And I debunk all that. I refute all of that. I suggest that we've got a magnificent product. We've got great culinary delights. We've got great weather. We have tremendous, tremendous products that the, that the global consumer wants. We just got to tell people about it. And so I'm, I'm the most bullish person in the country on, on Bermuda tourism. And um, that's been part of the process here for us to even get the country to start believing in themselves mm. again. And I think that's happening. I, I think legitimately people are now starting to see these, these flickers of hope that, in fact, the tourism product can be competitive and can legitimately help the economy. And I mean, and that, I mean, that just goes to the numbers and what what's happening with the yeah, with the numbers. I see that it's not. It's going to sound like a trick question. It genuinely isn't meant to be a trick question. But how far, how much further can Bermuda tourism go? Do you think it can, how much ground? I suppose is, is the word I'm looking for. How much ground can it um, bring back? Take back. So we have so much ground to make up that the. Uh, I think we have a huge upside. You know, we're going to get significantly more hotel inventory. We're going to continue, I believe, to get more airlift capacity as the, as the demand spins up. And as you can see in the Q, in Q1 this year, the demand has Long gone up yes. significantly. You know, a 14% increase in demand, um, you know, is or 14% increase in, in vacation air arrivals is a very significant number. And we're anticipating that as we go out into 2016, that we're going to continue to replicate numbers similar to that. I mean, the, the, the future looks very, very bright for Bermuda tourism. 2017 looks even better. Well, just right. based, and, it, and it's not just based on America's Cup. It's based on the fact that we've been able to sell uh, additional group room inventory, that we are making a lot of progress from a public relations perspective around Bermuda's image in the world. So all of the naysayers are going to have to, at some point, eat crow because, in fact, the economy is rebounding. The tourism economy is recovering. And um, 
they they need to they need to to look at the facts and not not speculate about what the future is going to be. So it's going to, it's, going to, it's going to climb a long way, you think? It's going up. It's going up significantly, and um, and make no mistake about it. These numbers are not a a, a blip. Yeah, we'll come on to the numbers in, in yeah. a minute because we've got to put it into perspective a little bit, put it into context because the last couple of years has been quite painful in terms of the numbers. Yes, yeah, month after month after month of of declines. And by the way, there were several times when we actually made decisions, the BTA made decisions to invest in the, for the long pull versus to invest in short-term projects that might have actually okay. turned those numbers around. Mm -hmm. But um, in, the, in, the, in the tourism business, when you're spending money on the short term it, you, and you're throwing money at problems, it's a very inefficient way to manage your money. When you're, when you're being thoughtful and predictive and stable about how you spend your money and, and how you plan to spend your money, that's when real results happen. And I, I knew all along for the last two and a half years, I knew all along that in fact we we would eventually turn turn this around. Because you were quoted at the beginning of 2015 saying determined that 2015 will be the year the downturn is reversed. It didn't quite work, did it? So is it no, it was reversed. It absolutely was reversed in 2015. Although it was down, we were down 1%, we stopped the rate of decline, and we, we absolutely turned this around because we laid the foundation for what is going to be a very, very solid year in 2016 and 2017. And their arrivals were down 1.2%, but cruise ships are up 29%. Yep. Yep. And so I'm, I'm, I actually feel good about the work that was done in, in 2015. We did not get to the numbers that we, we thought we would get to. We wanted to turn it around. Uh, but the reality is the, the, all of the um, foundation was laid in 2015 for what is going to be a very, very solid 2016. Is there going to be a, a big reliance on cruise ships to boost numbers, do you think? Or do you think the air arrivals... No, the air arrivals are going to continue to go up, and you'll see, in the, you'll see in the numbers as we talk about those, the air arrivals are going up. But I, I will tell you that cruise ships are very important to the nation's economy, and we, we need to continue to focus on cruise ships. Uh, um, you know, some of the... Some of the, um, the, the pushback on cruise passengers is absolutely unwarranted and unnecessary. They provide an incredibly valuable component to our economy. They put a whole bunch of people to work. They're in very valuable to our, our restaurateurs, our retailers, our attractions, and we, we need to continue to focus on cruise ships and we need to nurture it. Um, you, you're, you're going to see in, coming, in the coming months that we've made tremendous progress on occasional callers, upscale luxury brands, uh, more as you know this year, more and more coming to Hamilton and St. George in 2017. You're going to see even more come, and we're going to continue to focus on that, as we'll continue to focus on super yachts because mm -hmm. we believe that super yachts can play a role in in improving Bermuda's economy, and we're spending a lot of time working on that also. I suppose the perception with cruise ship arrivals is that they don't spend as much money, and we've had this conversation before. I think about should we focus? Should, should you focus on the number of people arriving or the amount spent? Uh, so air arrivals tend to spend more money. Have you got? I didn't see any figures for the amount spent in 2015. Did you have those? As an expenditure. On expenditures versus. Or um, just the amount spent uh, by, by tourists. Oh, 194 million, if I'm not mistaken, was in the. Yeah, I, the, we have it. Okay. Yeah. I, I can add that in later on. That's fine. Now, um, 
Looking at the uh, figures for the first quarter of year, so there's, there's been a dramatic increase. Uh, air arrivals up by almost 14%. Uh, Canada arrivals down significantly, but I presume that's the, uh, because of the dollar. Uh, business slightly down, but everything else is up. Why the sudden turnaround? Well, it's not a sudden turnaround. We knew it's been okay. coming for... <laughs> to us, it's a sudden turnaround. We knew it's been coming for, mo- for months and months and I'll, months. I'll and rephrase that. Why yeah. a dramatic turnaround? Yeah. Well, the reality is um, that because our marketing efforts are finally starting to gain traction. And people are finally starting to, again, look at Bermuda. We've gotten off people's consideration lists, and we're now on their booking mm-hmm. lists. And that just takes time to do. And There's uh, also the increased airlift as well, isn't there? Excellent. There's no question that the increased airlift. You know, we had an increase in airlift of, of 21% in Q1, which is really Huge. a very, very important component of our success. And Can I just ask you that, how did sure. you manage to get that airlift, that increased airlift? Uh, with a, a lot of hard work in concert with government and in concert with the airport authority to, con- to convince air- airlines that one, um, the, the need is, is, is um, from a demand perspective, we're, we're, per- we're, we're, we're going up. And they, the airlines could see it just like we could. I mean, they saw this in the pipeline that this demand, this demand curve was starting to go up. So they were willing to take a risk on us. We also, um, so American Airlines puts on a second flight out of JFK. We, we didn't pay for that. There, you know, some people may think there's some kind of minimum revenue guarantee on that. There's not a subsidy on that. They saw the same thing we saw. Uh, we have airlines coming back into the market sooner this year than, than in previous years. And the, the reason is, is because of these numbers. They're looking at these numbers. They're seeing exactly the same numbers we're seeing and realizing that Bermuda is on the rebound. Is there anything specific that's caused this, uh, this, this dramatic turnaround? Or has it just been a, a general it, it is. It is a, um, I couldn't think of any big events or anything that have happened in the first three months. There's been quite a lot of sporting events. But, uh, There's been... The, I, I would suggest to you, Jeremy, that it's a, it's a combination of a whole bunch of things. The product is getting better. You know, people are, are, are working harder at, on quality customer service. Uh, our culinary offerings are better. Uh, the product is, has improved. I believe that our branding messages and our advertising messages are actually finding some real traction, and that is what's driving these numbers forward. And the fact that we're... Um, you know, we've seen significant increases in our in our top core market in the United States. We saw a, a, a 28.4% increase in visitation from the United States in Q1. And um, that, coupled with uh, the demographic changes, where, you know, we've seen very significant increases in younger a younger demographic that are coming to Bermuda. For example, in the in the 18 to 24 um, uh, demographic, we we saw a 38 percent increase in Q1 in that demographic. The 25 to 34 demographic, 22 percent. The 35 to 44 demographic, 24 percent. So, all of the interest in us improving our product offerings and our image with a younger audience—that's exactly what's happening. Exactly, and it, it it's not happening by mistake. It's happening because we got a really 
uh, uh, outstanding marketing initiative and brand initiative underway mm -hmm. that's focusing on these younger demographics. It's more experiential. Exactly. Exactly. And it's and it and it's it's not your father's Bermuda or your grandfather's Bermuda. It's a new Bermuda that's more experiential. It's more adventure oriented. Uh, it's more interactive with with the arts, the culture, the people of Bermuda, and and celebrating those assets in a way that we never have before. So, looking to the future, we, you touched on it a little bit already, but obviously there's a, there's the, the big event next year, America's Cup. Have you got any figures around that yet, or is it still too early? So we we keep a um, a, a document here called the Pace Report, which is how we project the future and, and what the future looks economically for the tourism economy. And I, and I would suggest to you that it looks bright. We're, we're optimistic that uh, things will continue to improve. We, we believe that we're going to put several quarters together of, of increases. And, you know, there, there could be something that could change that. There could be some kind of economic catastrophe or some other, uh, other event that could change that. But um, based on what we know today, the next uh, three or four quarters will be very, very good for Bermuda. And that's not even related to America's Cup. So it's, it's, have you got any forecasts for the America's Cup? Well, we do have forecasts for the America's Cup. Any sort of hotel booking? Um, well, it, I, can't, I can't tell you today what, where we are from a percentage-wise, but um, most of the hotels are, are feeling very good about the pace of bookings for America's Cup. We fully assume that, particularly for the last two weeks of America's Cup in June, that will be completely sold out. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of interest in Bermuda. We're hoping that we'll be fairly close to being sold out the entire month of June. But even in the, in the last two weeks of May, there will be a tremendous amount of activity on island that will, um, I assure you, the, the, the hotels will be feeling very, very health, healthy during that May-June segment. But the reality is a Q1 of 2017 looks very good also because we've been able to book a whole bunch of additional a group business that heretofore wasn't on the books for Bermuda. So 2017, I don't know how else to describe it except to tell you it's probably going to be a rocking year for Bermuda and for the economy. And, and, it's, and the bottom line about all of, it, all of this, Jeremy, is we're putting people to work. Sure. The America's Cup, well, there's a couple of crucial things, isn't there? It's the, it's the return rate, I suppose, that you can anticipate or hope for. Exactly. But also the legacy, which will help yeah. increase that return rate. So the, the legacy in particular is, a, is, is not only around the global media coverage we will receive, because we will receive global media coverage, but it's also um, about um, the, the components that will happen after the fact. There, for many years after America's Cup, we will, we will continue to realize the value of America's Cup from an image perspective, from a brand perspective, from a super yacht perspective. You know, we anticipate we could have up to 100 super yachts in Bermuda during America's Cup. Our effort at the BTA is all about making sure they come back again and again and again. And they either come back for um, regattas or other kinds of events and activities. Uh, we, we believe we're a great destination for super yachts, particularly um, when they're repositioning either out of the Med or out of the Caribbean and going between those two places uh, in November, December, in March, in April. Um, 
super yachts can have high value to the to the economy when they're bunkering here or when they're being provisioned. So we're. So have you, is the BTA drawing up a sort of a legacy plan? Well, we, we're working very closely with ACBDA, uh, America's Cup Bermuda, and ACEA around super yachts. And uh, by the way, ACBDA has done yeoman's work around super yachts to uh, assure that from a, from a, a legislative perspective, from a regulatory perspective, we, we, we are um, at pace with the rest of the world around how super yachts are treated. And so we're really happy with the work that's been done there. And our job is to promote that and market that out into the future. Any other legacy things you're looking at? Well, I think I, we're hoping that, that uh, in two years they'll be back or in four years or however they decide what their, what their new schedule will be. It will be different than in the past. I don't know whether they've made any final decisions on that. I know there are discussions about accelerating the time frames between uh, the America's Cup events. Right. And... Let's see if we can host it again. So that will be talks about it today. In 19 or 21 or whenever they decide to do it. And, you know, hopefully if, um, uh, you know, we, I don't want to suggest that we have a, a favorite, but no. certainly if Oracle wins, it, it could be beneficial to Bermuda. But uh, you don't know. Maybe BAR would uh, think it was beneficial to be in Bermuda also. Have, have you actually been talking about the possibility then with the ACEA about coming back? We, we'd, love to see, we'd love to see America's Cup come back at some point. Uh, that would be part of the legacy. But I, I would say, suggest to you, though, Jeremy, that um, the, the legacy has already arrived. With the M32s, the, R, the RC44s, with the Vipers, and all of the other potential that exists around regattas here and other types of events and activities that relate back to sailing, we, it's already a huge success. We, we've already... Already, we're already in the end zone there when it comes to, to the future value of America's Cup. Now, we want to make sure we maximize the value of it in 2017, but the future value is already is, is clearly on the table for us as an opportunity. Um, can't let you go without asking about the airport. Do you want to see a new $250 million airport? We do want to see a new airport. Uh, we, we believe that it, it's important to the, to, the, to the national economy and it's important to the tourism product. And, um, you know, that needs to get sorted out, how that, how that happens. And I'm, I'm going to stay away from how, the, how that all evolves. But the reality is Bermuda new, needs a new airport. It's just that simple. And uh, the fact that, um, you know, we, it's, it's more expensive to turn a plane here um, for, for, for uh, our airline partners. Our airline partners want new, a new airport. They believe it's important to Bermuda. We think uh, having visitors come in the front door, and leave, you know, leave through the back door uh, of, a, of a quality experience is very, very important and something that, that we need to continue to, to, uh, to, to work on. And, so if you and I'm not suggesting that I have any solutions on how that all ought to evolve, but absolutely unequivocally, we should have a new airport. If we want to be a world-class destination, we want to compete with the best in the world as a luxury destination, we need a new airport. If somebody offered you a $250 million new airport or a $250 million visitor attraction, which would you take? That's, can I get both? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, we need a new airport. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to offer us a $250 million attraction. It's just, um, we, we, we need a new airport, and I'm, and I'm hopeful 
that um, you know that there's a solution, an equitable solution between all parties, so that um, you know that can be done amicably and in a way that makes sense for the country. Obviously, these numbers and the increasing numbers don't hurt the argument for a new airport. And I, you know, you're going to continue to see these numbers um, improve in the future. Just unless, again, some dramatic economic event takes place, or you know, some other uh, you know really bad situation befalls us, the numbers are going to continue to improve. There is one other question I have to ask you. The, the news about it seems to have died down a bit, but um, there was so much furore about your bonus and the bonus of your team members. Was that justified? In my opinion, no, no it wasn't. It, the reality is this is an incredibly hard-working group of people who care dearly about this country. They're not overpaid. Their incentives are part of their, you know, their overall compensation that isn't much different than other private sector companies. And... Uh, you know, the furor over that, I think, uh, was politically motivated because people are unhappy with, with the, perhaps the way the BTA was managed and the fact that there's an American expat running it. And um, no, I don't, I don't believe that, that that was justified at all. And the, you're, there is only one work permit holder in, at the BTA, and you're looking at them. Yeah. And the reality is this criticism is criticism towards Bermudians. This is criticism that was directed towards... The, an extraordinarily competent group of professionals who have a, have a, have a uh, sense of dedication about this mission that, that I'm incredibly proud of. And if you walk through this organization on any given day, you'll, you'll sense it. You'll feel the electricity that exists here among this group of Bermudians that are doing the, the good work to improve the economy of this country. So I, I would suggest that... You're getting quite emotional about it. Well, it's because it's because I care deeply about the group of professionals that are working here, uh, that are being um, that that I believe have been unjustifiably um, criticized uh, for compensation that is just uh, appropriate for the the, the skill sets that they have. What does the future hold for you? Well, I have a three-year contract uh-huh. and. Um, I have a three-year contract. This is the last year of my contract, and and I said when I came here that the, you know I'm hopeful that um, we can find uh, a a competent successor by the end of my contract, and I still believe we'll we'll find a competent successor. I hope so. I, I believe a Bermudian ought to do this job, and I believe that there's a there's a, a good solid group of of Bermudian talent here that potentially could do this job. And I mean this is. Um, you have to have a strong stomach to do this, by the way. You don't have to be a rocket scientist, but you certainly have to have a strong stomach. And, uh, um, but you also have to understand what's driving the global tourism economy forward. And I, I believe that there are people on the island who have those competencies, and there are people on the staff that have those competencies. Okay, on that note, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for tuning in to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnews.com, your 24-7 Bermuda news source.